Welcome to the 8th in the Box podcast. Today is Wednesday, October 27th. Are you kidding me? We're literally halfway through the college football season. We're, we, we got so much going on in the sports world, but we are here to talk college football. That's what we do right here on 8 in the Box, a cash considerations production. My name is Dave Sherapan, the Sportsbook Conciliary. You can find me on Twitter at SportsBKConsig. And with me, my quarterback, he ain't with me here in Vegas where my producer, Dan Alexander slash Newbert at Newbie Talks is. We're out here in the Hamptons hanging out doing the Vegas thing. We got B-How back in West Virginia. Brad How, B-How, how are you doing today, sir? I'm good, my man. We're getting into football weather. Back east, it's cold, it's rainy, it's gray in parts. Yeah. This is this is for an old Big Ten guy like yourself. We've got Big Ten weather. I'm playing today's podcast in Big Ten weather, and that's appropriate because we got a lot of Big Ten games to discuss today. That's perfect, and that's where we're going to go. We're going to talk football. I'm dressed in the Houston Astros stuff because it's baseball season, and talk about fall weather. It's the fall classic. We got baseball going on. We got six games left maximum uh, right now as we record. Atlanta's up one nothing. I wear the stuff because <clears throat> I don't have any brave stuff other than a hat, which I I think I have a hat of everything. Um, but I don't have a brave shirt, and I got to put it on the Astros. So that's where we're at with the baseball stuff. You can read the column on FoxSports.com. I got a World Series column coming out every day. The show, Cash Considerations, me and B-How did the GWG, the game within the game, which I wore the Braves hat, told everybody that the Braves were going to win for game one, and we did that. Me and B-How look ahead to call pro football and stuff on there. All kinds of things happening. Enough promotion. Get us to some football, B-How, which, by the way, it's pretty cold in Vegas. Ask the kid. He's been freezing his little uh, behind off all week. A little bit cold out here in the desert. All right, let's let's start let's start here. We're going Friday night. You ready? We've got Navy at Tulsa. Oh, now yeah. Navy oh, Navy yeah. struggling. I get yeah. it. Navy is struggling, but Tulsa minus eleven in this one. I got to lay eleven yes, with Tulsa. Do. Total sitting about forty-seven here. Mm-hmm. Both defenses struggle. Navy gave Cincinnati a great game last week. Held them to just 200 yards, just a little more than 200 yards. Lost by a field goal, mm-hmm. but they're having a rough year, man. Do we go Tulsa and lay the double digits here? So does it concern you if you're looking to take the dog here coming off that big game where they almost yeah. basically ended Cincinnati's season if they yeah. win that game, right? So I think the odds makers, the books, they know this too. And now Navy's got to go on the road and play Tulsa. Um I mean, Navy is one and five on the season, but they're four and three against the number. One and six, one and six, and four and three. I can't even do the math. Talk about math. Eleven point dog, forty seven point total. The numbers all point to taking the dog, Beha. Huh? I know, I know. They do, don't they? I knew you were going to tell me that. I I don't think I can. I I just I don't think I can here. I'm 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 with you. That's why I I wanted to see if I could kind of get you to do it because that's what the books are trying to do here, right? Here's eleven. Here's 11. Take Navy. Mm-mm. 14 points or more. Tulsa scores. Tulsa wins. That's where I'm at with that one. I'm with you. I might even lean over on this one, too. I mean, really? both, that, both defenses are bad. I might take a little I might take a little piece of the over here. Man, we, 
games have gone over. This is not Tulsa from last couple of years when defensively they were really good. Their defense is struggling. I might lean over on this. Have five in a row overs. Five in a row overs for Tulsa. So you may be on to something there. See, I like this. This little back and forth. We ain't even talked about Navy or Tulsa one time all season. We didn't even know what we were going to add to the thing. We got a road game today. While we're in Vegas, me and Newby, you're in West Virginia. We got audio problems. We come back and then, like, come to that agreement. How good is that? Give me the next game, sir. All right. We got agreement. I don't know if we're going to agree on anything else, but I'm a little nervous laying 11 points on the first game right out of the gate. So let's get to something else because I might be laying more. I might just be laying more chalk here. Here we go. Big 10. We got a lot of Big 10 games on the slate today. Big 10 heavy. There's a good one. Michigan, Michigan State. Fun Mm. anyway because of the rivalry. How about Michigan State? Might be the surprise of the season so far. Out of the gate playing extremely well. But is Michigan back? They're doing what Michigan wants to do under Harbaugh. They're running it. Defense has been pretty good. They're winning games. They're limiting mistakes here. Fifth nationally in running the football. So they're going to want to run it here on you. Michigan State offense has been good, has been explosive. The Mm. question I have on this and trying to ferret out what the play is, neither have played anybody. Neither team has played anybody up to this point. So what? Wait a second. What are you talking about? They're both seven and no. What do you mean they ain't played played nobody? Haven't played anybody. Seven games each. That's 14 games. They played somebody. No, they haven't played anybody. Michigan's best wins, Washington and Wisconsin, you thought would be pretty good. Washington has totally disappeared and fallen off the face of the earth. Wisconsin, who we have to talk about every week, and we're going to again, coming up here in a little bit. They're not any good. Who's Michigan played? And who's Michigan State played? I mean, go down their schedule. They haven't played anybody. What do I do here, Michigan or Michigan State? So what (laughs) what is your first thought? Like when you looked at this game and you see Michigan favored by four on the road, and people have been you know, saying all season as you get to Michigan games, like, up oh, this is a week they're going to lose. Oh, they go to Wisconsin win. Now, uh, this is a week they're going to lose. This is the one they're going to have. They're, they're not that good. All they do is run. You got four on the road. First thought, don't think, don't get too deep into the numbers. What was your first thought when you look at this thing? My first thought is this, is I'm taking Michigan because I trust them more. I don't. I know you're going to try and tell me I don't want to take four on the road. You don't. Michigan State has not beaten a team with a winning record yet. So tell me how I take the Spartans. There is, is that? Listen to me. There is regression coming for Sparty. Oh, they boy. were not supposed to be in this position. There mm. is regression coming. If I have to trust one of these two teams that haven't played a lot of people, give me Michigan that's going to run the football and be steadier. Slow and steady wins the race. Isn't that how the, uh, yeah. the storybook goes? Slow and steady yeah. wins the race. I'm Michigan here. I'm laying the points. It's on the road. Give them to me. Give me the Wolverines running the ball. Regression for Sparty. This has been, I think both teams have been one of the, like I used to say, like a bugaboo, like a like a problem for odds makers. I mean, how can Michigan be seven and zero and six and one against the number? Michigan State is seven and zero and five zero and two against the number. I mean, the odds makers refuse to believe that either one of these teams are good and they keep covering the spread. Now, somebody isn't going to cover the spread. This thing will probably fall four, though, if there's any indication of how it's going to go. I'm telling you, B, how the Big Ten just can't get out of its own way. It just sways that things happen and this and that. Like, you want Michigan to go undefeated? I personally do until the Penn State game. They're going to lose probably before. But Michigan State outright, 
I think Michigan State is very live to win the game. I 100% would take any points over a field goal. And, you know, we stay right in theme with you laying the chalk on the road, me looking to take the home dog. And how about the total in the game, Behar? Michigan, Michigan State, we got a Big Ten battle matchup. Both teams run the ball. Both teams didn't play anybody. 50 and a half, 5-0. 5-0, not 1-5, 5-0. I can't believe this number. I think oddsmakers missed. This got a, This should look like a regular, like, Iowa total or a Wisconsin. 50 and a half under, all day, under. I think you're probably right on that. But just re- let me recap here. You can find, you can take your home dog. I knew you would. You always do. Here's yeah. what you're riding with with Sparty. They've beaten Northwestern, Youngstown yeah. State, Ooh. a Miami team that can't win a game, Nebraska, mm. Western Kentucky, Rutgers, and Indiana that's struggling. Youngstown that's- State, do you know their nickname? Yeah, the Penguins. Come on. I tried. I tried to sneak one in on you. Western Kentucky? How about that one? Yeah, the Hilltoppers. And we're going to talk about them coming up, too. Perfect. Let's go. All right. So I can't get you off that. You're going to take the home dog? I am. You can't You you, you can't get me. No, no, no. I'm, I want the Fine. points. Like, Let's the number's going to stay Hail the same. Hail to the Hail to the the victors. I got you. I know the songs. You know the names. I got a couple of songs. What do you got next? One of the great fight songs. I'm going to jump around here. I'm going to mix a big 12 in here. Then we'll come back to the big 10. Of course you do. All right. Iowa State. Talk Mm. about road favorites. Iowa State laying a touchdown at West Virginia. Total in the mid 40s, 46 and a half. I can't figure this Iowa State team out, Behal. You, you, you got you. Somehow they keep making a list. I keep taking it. Finally, got me to take the points, lay it against Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State covers the spread. I mean, I, you got me frustrated with this team, and now they got your hometown team, which you told me last week West Virginia wasn't interested. They're not. They're not going to play that good. This team's done. Blah, blah blah. They go and win on the road. I can't wait yeah. till you give me some numbers on this. My earphones coming out of my ears. Oh my god! Go ahead. Welcome to college football. Here, here's Iowa State. Here's, I don't know what you can't figure out. They're playing as well as anybody in the country. I gave you Brocktober last week. I gave you, you Brocktober. Brocktober the didn't cover the spread. Oh, they win the game. I just take them on the money line, although I thought they would cover the spread there. That was, <laughs> that was a good game last week. Game. Brocktober, now 16-2 and two in October since 2017. Named for Brock Purdy, the quarterback. When he plays, they win. He plays in October, they win. When they play West Virginia, they win. Iowa State has won three straight against WVU by an average margin of 25 points. Let me say it for you again. Three straight by an average of 25 points. I watched West Virginia go go into Ames, Iowa with Will Greer, multiple pros at the wide receiver position and be flummoxed and have no (laughs) idea what they were doing. I, this Iowa State defense is good. They're loaded. They run the ball with Brees Hall. If Purdy doesn't turn it over, this is this is you, you're gonna you didn't want me laying it with Michigan. You really won't like me laying it with Iowa State on the road in Morgantown, a tough place to play. To me, though, this matchup screams Iowa State. You're you're right there in West Virginia. You do the shows. You talk about this stuff all the time. You know, three guys show that you do in West Virginia, WV Metro News, all this stuff. You. Did these people know you're going to come on here and say lay seven points on the road at West Virginia? 
is Brock well, do you want took me, over. Do you want me to handicap it or you want me to pick it with my heart? You want me to give you real information or you want me to come on here and be a fan? I thought that you wanted information well, on this. Well, we're eight in the box. We talk college football. We want information. I just want to make sure you're okay with this because you got to go to the dry cleaners. You got to go to the restaurants and then people know you. The senator, everybody knows the senator of West Virginia. People start listening to the show. You're going to have to like, you know, look over your shoulder because you're picking against West Virginia. Is Brocktober a thing only in Iowa State, or is this just in October? On we take the show on the road as well. <laughs> oh well, I think right now it's just in Iowa State because they're winning a lot of games. But if you want to take the show on the road, we can. Uh, listen, I just think this: last yeah. year Iowa State did whatever it wanted. It ran for two thirty-six, threw for two hundred and fifty yards. It just did. There was no resistance from West Virginia, and WV's defense was better last year than it was this year. I just listen, there's going to have to be Purdy's going to have to have one of those games where he somehow has three picks. I think for West Virginia to stay in this, this to me is until shown differently, I'm riding Iowa state to win. And then if I got to lay the seven, I'll lay the seven. Okay. So we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, last week, whatever you call it, the show me game. Like we need to see, you know, we talked about Missouri and you wanted to show me. Didn't West Virginia show you anything last week at TCU when they won this game? Like, because in the NFL, a huge trend that wins, and again, trends are your friends until they're not, but you win a game on the road as a dog, and then you come home and you're getting points as a dog. In the NFL, you can pretty much cash that ticket. It happens maybe 10 times a year. It's a very rare thing, kind of like I used to call like a couple things you see in the book once a year, twice a year, 10 times a year. That's the Haley's Comet of the sports book. So if anyone's listening to the show, you can use that. Just tell everybody you heard it with B and B how. So this is a Haley's comment in college. It's even more rare road team wins as a dog getting points comes home, getting points as a dog. It's an automatic play, but you're telling me you don't like it. You is, can take it. it. You can, it, you can take it and have it. Cause let me ask you this. What's the number if West Virginia loses to TCU, who's got its own problems? That was a battle Same. of two struggling teams last week. What's the number if they would have lost to that? And West Virginia would have been three in a row, not look good, got blown out in two straight. What's the number then? Seven and a half. Oh. It's just over a touchdown. It, it, it's, it's, it's almost the same. That's the beauty of doing the numbers in the book. You don't really look at the results as much when you come with the opening number. Be how this thing hasn't moved. This thing has not moved. I can't believe it. Um, but you put up openers of seven and it hasn't moved. That means I just think some bad guys may be coming on West Virginia. I wouldn't say, you know, automatically lay it. Just be cautious. You know me. I'm taking them points and them home dogs. We'll see how you it are. And I'm laying it. I might even take an alternate line of double digits. In Look this at one. you. Oh, I'll give you that. afraid of nothing. How about that? Go give me a little alternate line right there. And now I'm going to have to move to Vegas because you're right. Everybody in West Virginia won't be on board anymore because I just took a double-digit favor for the I try, to tell, I try to tell you people. I try to tell you. Been the worst matchup for WVU in this league, even with Oklahoma in the league. I'll just oh say that to goodness, you. Oh, my goodness. Really? Been the worst oh, matchup. Oh. All right. Here we go. Stay in the state of Iowa. Yeah. Wisconsin at Iowa. Oh, Wisconsin man. at Iowa. Now, here's the only reason this was in. <laughs> now, you better tell me this is an automatic overplay. At 36 and a half, is it ticked up a little bit? You look? Is it, what is this total doing? What's the total oh, no. doing? I, I know both teams have struggled offensively. 36 and a half, I got I to gotta on principle play the over, don't I? Oh, 
I don't know. This is one of those ones. I don't know. Like, seriously, I don't know. We saw it. We saw it Monday night. We talked about it on game within the game. That Saints Seahawks game it was under, right? It was under. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. got low. And then, well, do you like it now? No, no. I don't want to bet over. You don't have to bet the total at all. But don't go and fall for it and bet over in this game. Like, I don't, I don't know which team, which team's going to score 20 points. Somehow, again, last week, we told you, and I knew you didn't want to do it. You didn't want to bet Wisconsin. And we said, you got to bet Wisconsin. They're laying points on the road against Purdue. They cover the spread. Now they get Iowa at home. And they're laying three and a half points. It makes absolutely no sense. I would take Iowa on the side, but I certainly yeah, would not bet over in this game. I would no chance bet over. I would only bet under. The line's coming down. If you got a book somewhere where you can get 37, do it because it's 36 and a half in places and yeah. trending down. I yeah, know you're starting to like right? the unders, yeah. B. Howard. Do you? Do you can you, can I get you on that under? I mean, this has this has every ingredient of an under 105 and 107 in terms of of team rank in pace. Oof. So two slow teams. We know both defenses have been very good. Wisconsin's especially against the run. Iowa's going to want to run it. We know Iowa's defense has been pretty good. But remember, they're without Riley Moss again, one of the best cornerbacks in the country. Purdue put up points on this team. I know Wisconsin's offense isn't anywhere near it. They have really struggled. That's a that is not very many points. <laughs> Iowa has put some points up here. <laughs> Iowa has put a few points up. Yeah, these two teams may make this game look like 1961, not 2021. This is gonna this is gonna be one of those ones like it's early Saturday. <laughs> There's so many different games. It's Halloween weekend. I don't know again if this is a trick or a treat. But it ain't going to be a treat to watch. This is good unless you really like defense and you really like no scoring. So I'm t- I ain't going to watch one single second of this game because we got a couple other games coming up. I think you know which game I'll probably be watching on Saturday. Um, along right. with well, some I'm, I'm going. I'm going to it next. But I just want to point out my, the Iowa Hawkeyes scored 23 on your Nittany Lions, 51 oh, on come. Maryland. 24 on Colorado State, 30 mm-hmm. on Kent State, 27 on Iowa State, 34 on Indiana. They're they're giving you they're giving you points. How about 21-17? How's that how's that score, son? That gets you over. Right? That's over. 21-17-38 over is 37. See, I can't even do the math. It's been a long week. <laughs> so that's week. what I'm saying to you. See? <laughs> now you're coming on over to the over. Damn it. Damn it. That's the over. score that came right into my head. Me and Newbie been running it so hard. I just said 21-17. That's 37. I can't even add. It's 38. There you go. That's the score. All right. There we go. Bam. There you go. Except the lowest total of the week over. Thank you. Very good. Now let's go (laughs) on to your game. Penn State, Ohio State. Now, you want to talk about making my eyes bleed, having to watch your Nittany Lions play Illinois last week. In hold what on. is now being called nine overtime. No, 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 I'm not you, holding on. I'm going to keep going because I had to sit there and watch that in nine overtimes. That was as bad an offensive game as I could see. Told and they me you weren't watching the game. Point conversion. I told had to me sit you there for hours you. and told hours, me you and hours watch game. and hours and watch that. It was horrific. Now, here comes Penn State, who couldn't score last week. Now they get Ohio State. Can they stop Ohio State? 
No. The Buckeyes are rolling now a little bit. They got this offense thing maybe figured out. C.J. Stroud is throwing it well. They've covered in four straight games. Ohio State has. I know their opponents haven't been very good in those four, but outscored them 231 to 44. The Buckeyes have in their last four. That offense is clicking. How does Penn State stop the receivers for Ohio State? Wilson and Olave, give me the case for your Buckeyes because I'm having a hard time making it. You said give me a case for your Buckeyes. You're right. For your Nittany Lions. No, no, it was a little Freudian slip. I see what you're doing. Lay the chalk here, too. (laughs) I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. My Buckeyes. They are my Buckeyes this week. Listen, you told me last week you weren't going to watch the game. You pretended like you didn't even know that Penn State was playing on the show. You're like, oh, they got a game. Who's who's it? Nobody's watching that game. You're right. Nobody was watching it until they do this overtime. And then nobody even knew that the overtime after two overtimes was just two-point conversions. So it's it's not really overtime. It's let's load up on a two-point conversion. They had to go nine deep, nine deep. They set back football 30 years. They can't get two yards. Like run the ball. Like they do these fake plays. They Clifford dropped the ball. I'm getting texts. Me and Newby are out of pick the kid up at the airport. We're driving. They're like, Penn State's going to lose. I said, this can't be. We walked in in the fourth overtime and got to sit there and joyously not really joyously, but watch it together. I got up, walked out of the room. Middle Kinsick said, don't talk to daddy, to, to the little Kinsick. Let him go for a little bit. Penn State just lost. So everyone knew. Now we get this game. It opened 15. It's already 18, 18 and a half. The market knows, you know, and now I know. Penn State ain't got a prayer in this game. They, ain't, I mean, I don't know. Again, when you look at the big spread, you always look at how many points are the dog going to score. We're at home against Illinois. Couldn't score more than 16 points with nine overtimes, conversions, this and that. Uh-oh. Something broken with the Penn State offense. Not going to be good. Ohio State has punished, punished teams that can't score. Again, 18 uh, is a big number, but by, by kickoff, 20 is going to be bigger. I think you, I think you got to bet this now. This is going to close closer to 20. Now, 60 is the total. I hope Ohio State don't hang a 50-burger on Penn State because that's going to be yeah. ugly. That's not going to be yeah. good. I, I, I agree with you there. We, we have no argument. Ohio no. State's defense playing better. They made those those changes in personnel. And and is, is mm. Penn State scratched, distracted? Is James Franklin going to be there? He's switching agents Stop mid-season. pushing him out. Going. I mean, Franklin might be putting together his interview book for USC or for LSU. <laughs> might forget that they're playing Ohio State. I don't know what mad. the Nittany Lions are doing, but it's not winning this game. Give me the Buckeyes. Thank you. You're, you're making me mad. Now these people are asking Mike Tomlin, a Steeler coach, too. Oh, where are you? You going to USC because Franklin may not go. Like, what's going on with these people? All asking all my team coaches when they're leaving yeah. right in the middle of the season. But here's what you found out about that. You want to know how to answer that question when you're not leaving? You answer it like Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin's not leaving the Steelers for USC. I don't know who thought he was in the first place. That's how you answer a question. I have not heard that out of James Franklin's mouth. And then I Mm -hmm. see him switching agents. Why are you doing that if you're not leaving jobs? That's that was that's not. Mm -hmm. There's two ways to handle the situation. One of them handled it perfectly. The other is not, in my opinion. If you're staying, if you're Mm -hmm. leaving, okay, Franklin's handled the way you should. Get a new agent. Leave. Team's falling apart, can't score, can't get any offense, play 112 overtimes, can't score. Newbie, can you – You want me to move on? No, I want Newbie to jump in here real quick because we had this same discussion. And, and Newbie, show your face if you can. You talk – you're doing play-by-play of games in 
Pennsylvania. Tell yeah, me a so little bit about the recruiting class that you told me about. So the I feel like the next two years is a terrific class that James Franklin has put together. Now, I didn't know about the whole entire um, you know, changing of the agent and everything. I don't really read the tea leaves that much in college football, but they have a terrific running back in Nick Singleton that's coming in right after they signed him. They got a five-star recruit back from Alabama. So the backfield is great. And they have a great quarterback from Central York High School, Bo Prabula, 6'2", 215, can run, can move. His floor is Clifford. His ceiling is the best quarterback that Penn State's had in a long time. Ever. So if that recruiting class can keep him around, that's why I think Franklin will stay. But that changes into the agent, Brad Howe. Whew, that's a good pull out of you. That that, no, that worries me a little. You, you got my guy, Jawan Sider, there at Penn State that's a recruiting guy, bringing all those guys in. Let me ask you this. You think James Franklin can, James Franklin can find a running back or a quarterback in L.A.? Can yeah. he go to California and find maybe a guy that can run the football or a guy? Can he go down to Louisiana – and find a quarterback or a running back. I mean, recruiting is he what has he has something, Dave. He'll recruit wherever he is. He's got a point, Dave. All right. Go to the next game. I'm getting depressed. Man. Give me something. <laughs> I try. Yes, you guys. We can stay here all day if you want. I got a lot more than that. All right. Let's go to the let's next Let's go. Game. North Carolina at Notre Dame. We said oh. we liked Notre Dame last week against USC. Here we go. They just keep finding ways to win games. They're, they're, they, are, they are an interesting study. Uh, nothing they do really jumps out at me to make me nope. say, hey, watch Notre Dame. But I, I look at each of these matchups each week, and I find myself, I, I kind of like Notre Dame here. North Carolina has struggled to play on the road at night. That has not been a good situation for them. They get one here. They get Notre mm -hmm. Dame. Let me give you some numbers. 37 Please. consecutive wins against unranked opponents. What you 37? 37 consecutive wins against unranked opponents for Notre good. Dame. They're at home. They've won nine straight at home. They've Ooh. won 33 straight when they score 30 or more, and they're getting a North Carolina defense that, let me give you this, UNC's defense has given up 39 to Virginia, 45 to Georgia Tech, oh 35 God. to Florida State, and 42 to Miami. Notre Dame has scored more than 30 in six of its seven games this year. Jeez. I'm giving you that number because I'm asking you this. Can Notre Dame get to 30? Because if they can, it feels like this is a win with all the other factors. I, I'm leaning Notre Dame here. Talk me out of it. Can't do it. I, can, I, I cannot do it. I, I keep picking against Notre Dame because it's my heart. My, I can't stand them. I don't know why. I never could growing up. Pitt went to Penn State. All of it, I can't. But they keep winning games. Six and one, four and three against the spread. North Carolina can't figure out. I just can't. This is one of those teams you cannot figure out. Line open four, bounce to three and a half, back to four, three and a half. I think you're getting good two-way action on this game in the book. That's all you could ask for. If I got to pick a side, though, can't beat them, join them. I'm taking Notre Dame. I mushed the Astros by wearing the stuff. If I had the Notre Dame stuff, I'd wear it right now because I don't want them to win. I don't want them to be in a playoff. But right now this week, I want them to cover the three and a half. I think they're going to win. I think they're going to cover. Yeah, part of why I think you're seeing some two-way action. Sam Howell, UNC's quarterback, very good, starting to play a little bit. Got adjusted to losing all his weapons from last year. He can run the ball as well. Throws it 2,000 yards passing, almost 500 rushing. So he's going to go heavy RPO in this game, run pass option. The benefit Carolina has Kyle Hamilton, who some say may be one of the top one, two, three picks in the NFL draft, the Notre Dame safety, is out for this game. So there's an opportunity 
for this North Carolina offense to put some points up. Over might not be a bad way to look at this. You think Notre Dame can get some points on Carolina. Sam Howell running it and throwing it might get it together. I like Notre Dame's side. I probably like the over as well. Both teams in the 30s. I like this. And this, we just went from like one of the worst offensive games of the week in Iowa, Wisconsin, to one of probably the best uh, offensive games in this one. It's a late night, 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific. We'll be watching it out here in the desert at uh, dinner time. you got to stay up late, get some coffee, watch it. Maybe an in-game betting dream that we can be uh, texting and talking on and, you know, pretty soon maybe on Twitch and all the other things the kids got working. Good. I like that. All right, yes. let's go to your neck of the woods or your general vicinity. We'll go out west, Pac-12. UCLA at mm. Utah. This is mm-hmm. a big one here for these two teams. Who bounces back in this game is the question. UCLA Man. against Oregon goes down. Utah goes down to Oregon State. Utah had won three in a row. We've yes. talked about Utah a little bit in this. They'd won three in a row. Cam Rising has been the quarterback. He They took off a little bit with him. Defense has been good until last week, and Cam Rising has been pretty good. UCLA had bounced back. They got down early to Oregon but came back and made that a game. Both these teams want to run the football here. They've been successful running the football. Big question in this one for UCLA, though. DTR, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, the UCLA quarterback, went out of the game with a shoulder. No word on whether he's back. So we're recording this midweek. Before you do anything here that we talk about, check the status of him. If he's out, obviously that tilts to Utah quite a bit. Any play on this game, let's say Robinson is in, any flavor on this one? Over, under, both teams are going to run it. What do you like here? So initial thought when I see the number is, you know, when it opens, it's uh, around four and a half. And initial play came on Utah. And I think it's just because, again, at home, Utah is a – monster but they will go on the road and then they lose these games like they're supposed to win that game at Oregon State and they go and lose UCLA is is Jekyll and Hyde I mean they're good one week they look great the next week you watch them play and they're like they can't stop a nosebleed they can't they don't play any defense they run until they get behind and they try to pass and can't I think sometimes the number is right too like in and I like to give the odds makers you know, credit when they get it right. I think we're at the number. It's six and a half. And, you know, and a lot of times you put up the opener to try to get to the number. I say that all the time. I used to hear it in the room all the time. Just get to the number. I think we got to it. Six and a half. It ain't going to seven because bad guys are coming on a dog and it probably won't go down much more because I think people are laying Utah. If I have to play this game, I'm playing it on Utah. I'm taking a home team up there, warm weather team going to a cold weather place. And, I mean, that's simpleton. That's kind of one of those things you hear in a book and you go, ah, what are you talking about? Sometimes it works. Sometimes it don't have to be algorithmic, model-based. Sometimes it's just look at the game and look at the numbers and then go, I like this side. That's where I'm at with this one. The six-and-a-half number that we're sitting at now and the, and the money coming in on Utah early to push it that way, do you think that's the DTR baked in yes. already? We've already yep. got that news, right? That's the why yep. it's six-and-a-half, not four. That's well, the number is four, probably with them playing. And then the yeah, market yeah. says, uh, we don't know if the quarterback's playing for UCLA. We're going to get ahead of this and lay yeah. the number. That's 100%. Be how not only do you look this good and do all these things that you do, you're really starting to see the board for what it is. That's 100% to play. Now we're at six and a half. Now what? If he doesn't play, you might see it go to seven. You yeah. might. If he plays and we know he's playing, 
we're going to get it back down to five, four and a half real quick. The 60 and a half is interesting, though, for two teams that want to run it. I mean, I, I know they can pop some some big plays on you here, but it Turnovers. almost feels under. I, I Turnovers, it's it's scary. I, I, I mean, yes, you would think it is a little bit high. I don't. I think it's right where it needs to be. And I think yeah. I would not be surprised to see just a very similar game that we just saw with Oregon and UCLA. Both teams get in the 30s, back and forth, trading scores. You know, it's late back east, 7 o'clock start back, uh, 10 o'clock start back east. This is a 7 yeah. o'clock game in Utah. Under the lights, Pac-12 after dark, crazy things happen. I definitely wouldn't be betting on it. Good point. Definition of Pac-12 after dark right there. All right, I'll stay yeah. off the total. I do like I do like Utah. I'd, I'd rather get it before it gets to a touchdown, though, on that one. Yep. Okay, we go from Wisconsin-Iowa earlier, the lowest total on the board, to it's our, our, my, one, what's turning into my favorite part of this show. Love it. The highest total of the week. Hold on. What's happening right now? But I gave you, I gave the pause. I gave the pause for the music. And I don't know what just was that. This newbie was live. Was that newbie live doing the music? Explain yourself, sir. I um I I'm out here in Vegas. I made the mistake, had to pay for the game, had to, you know, get some merch, had to went to the tailgate, all that good stuff. And I bet on the Eagles, too, against the Raiders. So the the budget has been blown. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to try and play some blackjack and get it back. Hopefully we'll have the music back for next week, Brad. I I, I apologize for uh, destroying your ears. Good. That's it. You couldn't help him get off the Eagles. He uh, he lost our board and our sound effects to the Eagles next week. We'll be on a cell phone. We'll be on a flip phone. <laughs> record this into a cassette recorder. If you got to get newbie out of there and get him home, uh, you're supposed to babysit him, and he lost our equipment. We have no sound effects. It's 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 been a crazy. I'm telling you, it's been a crazy week. The kids staying here. My kids and wife. Jessica's ready to have the kid move in. She's trying to get. Do you bring your girlfriend too? We'll stay. You can. We'll set up the room out here. I'm like, what is going on? But. You can't listen. You get caught up in all this stuff. It's been very fun, and we've had a great time. He did. He, he he's going home today. We send him the right. kid home on the red right. eye. And we'll, we'll be yeah. back to normal with the music next week. But I got to yeah. admit, like the voices are rough. We're a little bit. It's a road game, so we're doing what we can. Newbie, thanks for chiming in. Um, you know, just just stay patient here. We're almost done. Well, do this. You, you love baseball. You're wearing the ass. Give him a baseball World Series winner so he can buy back the equipment when he we gets did. home and we can have the music <laughs> next week. Can you give him a winning ticket on baseball so, on the way out so, the door? So yesterday, just in full disclosure, uh, Newbie is so good. He goes, you know what? The Knicks are going to beat the Sixers. The game's going to go under. And the Braves are going to win. I'm riding with you. So I got a three-teamer, three games easy. Can we get to a book later today? I said, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know what happens when we go somewhere? We see somebody we know. So him and I go to lunch with all the guys from Wager Talk first, turn up what's supposed to be a 45-minute lunch into a two-hour affair at a wing place that I'm taking you to if you no, come out. No, don't, don't go where I think you're going to go. Don't. Then we got to go meet another guy who turns into a whole nother thing. He's a writer. We're talking to him about some other things and stuff. He goes, you know what? I'm not going to bet it. Plus, you know, he's, he's down to the lint. He's down to the lint. I mean, it's, it's he's run its course. That, that Eagle game was, yeah, he's, he's it's very expensive. So <laughs> he don't bet none of it. 
He don't. Oh. He, he pulls a bet out. He don't bet out of it. He got all three games, easy wins, could parlay them. Boom. So now we're out meeting Sean and Shars and stuff last night at the at the poker room at the Venetian. They're playing poker. We're sitting on the side like this watching. We're looking over. What are you guys doing there? Are you in on his hand? And it's finally, it's like it's time to go. So we go, and on the way home, I can't help it. We ain't done it yet. We sit down and have a blackjack session, just me and him. Table minimal. We're just playing to have fun social. We go on an unbelievable run. The kid does. I can't win a hand. I'm stuck all this money. I'm, I come back. We sit there for an hour until um, – you know, a complete mush, mushed us both. And we had to get up and leave. He leaves up dead even. I leave down 40 bucks. It was so much fun. But we can't even keep our eyes open today. And grandma's going, do you guys need more coffee? Yes, please bring it. Now, you realize that's your penalty for not getting into a book to get his win. And that's why you were down money. (laughs) That's your karma for not getting him in. And newbie. Next time you need some NBA, send me your way. I was on the Knicks with you. I was there with the Knicks. We got that. Now, the the Warriors first half got me, but Dave, thanks to you and your in-game live show on sportsgrid.com, I jumped back in. I said, I, all right, I'm just going right in on them. They're not losing to the Thunder. Give me the, give me the Warriors live. So it was an NBA night last night. Newbie, sorry. You could have hung with me in West Virginia. Not in Vegas. We would have had winners. Now I know. Now we're coming to West Virginia. All right. Here we go. Enough what do we got? What's this total? We, 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 Highest we total. We did it again last week. Every week. It was under, and it wasn't close. We told you to go under. LSU and Ole Miss, 31-17, 48 on a 76-and-a-half under. Easiest one all week was not a sweat. We had it. We move to one in six. The highest total of the week has only gone over once in seven weeks. It's an autoplay. It's, I've already played it. You don't need to know the game. You don't even know who's playing. Nope. You don't know numbers. You already have to hit it, but here's who we've got. I, and I'll just say this, Dave, I'm sweating this one. I felt good. <laughs> I, I'm already sweating this one. So just prepare yourself. Oh, man. Here's what we have. Charlotte, Western Kentucky. Charlotte at Western Kentucky, 74 and a half is our number. Oh, Highest man. total on the board. Here oh, we go. Western Kentucky runs the 11th most plays in the country. Oh. They haven't scored less than 31 in any game. They're averaging 40, which is 11th nationally. They're second in total offensive yards per game. They're fourth in offensive yards per play. Charlotte, now they're a little slower. 78th in plays run, 79th in scoring offense. So if we're going to go under, we need Charlotte to drag us down and not score. But Mm. here's the problem. If you've watched, and I've watched Charlotte this year, this is where I'm already sweating because I've watched Charlotte try and play defense. It's not good. It's mm. not pretty. And mm. West Western Kentucky may be worse. So there's there's going to be points. I see why the number is here. Really, the only number I have for you that says play the under is a trend. If you don't like trend plays, you might want to go over on this. I'm going to go under to follow our trend. But, man, this there there's some bad defense coming in this one. Prepare yourself. What is Charlotte's nickname? Uh, the 49ers. Thanks for asking. Man, I really thought I was going to get you. Saw you pause. I said, oh, I got him. I got him. I didn't get him. All right. 49ers. My guys, shout out my guys, Mike Hill, the athletic director, Chris Fuller, high up in their senior athletic administration. My guys. 
Oh, Charlotte. Perfect. Nice. All right. Well, can you text them and see what the defensive game plan is for this one? Because I don't think they got it. Oh, oh. This is so we do it every week, and, and and we even do it on the road in Vegas this week with Newbie doing the sound effect. I'm actually thinking this game got to go over because I don't know. So one of these teams is scoring 40. It's probably going to be Western Kentucky, right? I mean, it's yeah. it, it. The line is eighteen, so Western Kentucky is going to win, and Western Kentucky is going to score. Is this a team total? If we don't like the game total over, do we have to do this again, like we did with another? Here? What? We're going to pretzel ourselves again. You made me do that at Coastal Carolina and pretzel myself <laughs> all up with a team total over yes. and the game under. You going to make me do it again? I think I am. I think we got to go Western Carolina team total. Western Kentucky. Western Western Kentucky. Kentucky. I'm in Carolina because it was Coastal Carolina that we did this with last time, right? The shunt to clears. We went over the team total and under in the game because we needed to, we we needed to rely on a team that really couldn't score. The thing is here though, I don't know. We might have the right dance partner to get the game over. So very, we got to wait and see how this goes. I think the initial move came over on the opening number out here at Circa. I saw that. They, <laughs> you want to talk about moving a game? Okay, so they moved this game. Let me see. Charlotte, Western Kentucky opened 73 and a half, took the first bet, went right to 77. They said, you know what? Ain't nobody better bet this thing under. And they had to go to 77, 76. 75, 74, and finally back down to 72 and a half. So that tells me, I'm reading the board. I know the guys in the room. I know who's betting there. They want to need the over. The books are saying, you know what? They're listening to the show. Thank you, boys. Newbie's wearing a hat. He looks fantastic. Circus Sports, putting up the first number in the world every week. A good resource to use, but if you don't know what you're looking at, it's a bad thing because you follow things and you see things that aren't there. I'm telling you, I know they want to need the over. I'm going in with the books over. Okay, you got it. So I t- so I told you, I already played it. As soon as I saw it, 74 and a half, it opened in West Virginia. You went on DraftKings, 74 and a half. I hopped, took it, took the under. It's down to 73 on DraftKings as I record this. Mm. So it's moved a little bit to the under. The one little thing... But to help my under on this, there's potential rain in the forecast. Oh, so boy. I could, I could use torrential downpour rain, make that ball slippery. But we talked about this the other night, <sighs> that NFL game. It ain't going to rain harder than that NFL game in San Francisco. Holy Guys crap. stand up. They couldn't hold the football. They couldn't <laughs> snap. That's as much rain and as many problems. They always say this to you. The rain's not the problem unless it's like that. You can play through rain and have offense. Yeah. That was impossible. That game went over. Dave, game that went game over. went over. That's what I was just going to say. On a, I've like, already played the under. I'm sticking with our trend. I'm going under. I don't think I'm on the right side. I'm nervous <laughs> about being on the right side. I don't feel good. I'm sweating. I'm already sick to my stomach. It's Wednesday, but I'm on the under on this one. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. I love I love this segment. Uh, and Newbie went deep for the boys. He, he cranked it up, hurt the throat a little bit, used a little hip and got there. That's the highest total of the week that goes under. I mean, we need to add to the segment. It's the highest total of the week that it goes under every single week. All right, last question for you before we get out of here. Who's winning the World Series? Well, you told me Braves, so I'm on the Braves. That's pretty easy. See, that's what we're doing. Um, 
I'm a little worried about that actually now that Morton hurt his leg. They don't yeah. have their number one starter um, to go forward with. So they may win these first couple games or split the ones at Houston, go home, win one or two, and then who are they going to hand the ball to? I don't know. I'm trying to get my arm loose myself. I could try to give him an inning. This is that time of year, man. Baseball's incredible. Hope you enjoy that. And I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Thank you for listening, watching on YouTube, and you know, follow along on Twitter. We're doing as much as we can, bringing you eight in the box for the producer who's right downstairs in the house in the Hamptons, Dan Alexander Newbert at Newbie Talks on Twitter for Beehow, my guy out in West Virginia. Keep giving me crap about this Penn State team. I see what you're doing. I'm on to you. That's okay. You're my man. I love you to death. Brad Howe at Brad Howe 07. I am Dave Sherapan, the Sportsbook Conciliary at SportsBK Can See. Listen to the show. Follow the show. Rate and review the show. We'll talk to you guys next week.